Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I am your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. This is March the 26th, Friday at 9 p.m. Thank you for joining me. everybody doing this fine Friday, the end of the week. The weekend is now upon us. And, you know, next Friday is actually Good Friday. It'll be the Easter weekend. The other day here in Ontario, here in the city of London, um, our um, health officer um, was talking about moving us back out of the orange and into the red color that we are using in our arsenal, I guess, you know, trying to prevent cases of, of COVID-19. And potentially we could go into the gray lockdown. Now this could either happen before Easter or just happen or after Easter. Just as things are starting to get, you know, back to, well, semi-normal, maybe not even semi-normal, but as normal as we can get right now. So I guess we're just gonna have to just wait to see what happens within the next, excuse me, within the next few days of how we are going to be moved around in these color codes that we are using in our reopening act here in Ontario. So in the meantime, you know, our roadways, I mean, they're not as busy as they once were. And for some people out there, they think that they think that just gives them the right to speed. I mean, rules of the road are broken out there every single day. But it just seems more and more people are taking liberty on the speed limits. Whether you're driving on the highways or you're driving in the city. Now, here in Ontario, and the laws on speeding here in Ontario, and we call this stunt driving. And the penalties for stunt driving includes six demerit points. Now, this is one of the first stories that 
or first episodes that I did way back 15 months ago. So we'll start off with six demerit points. Fines rent between 2000 up to $10,000. Possible jail up to six months. Seven day impoundment of vehicle. Immediate seven day driver's license suspension. And a possible further two year suspension upon conviction and a hundred percent increase in insurance rate in insurance rates. You would think people would get this message already, knowing what is at stake here if you're going to speed. Now we know speed kills. It's either going to kill you, your passenger or passengers, or you're going to kill somebody else and their passengers. With all the liberties taken on the roadways by some drivers, whether it's speeding, tailgating, running red lights, making U-turns in the, in the middle of the intersection where it's not permitted, Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. So I'm just out here tonight talking about the penalties that, uh, hey, talking about the penalties here in Ontario, Canada, when it comes to speeding on our area roads and highways. Now, just a few minutes ago, just this is what they would be looking at. So you will lose six demerit points. Fines, the minimum starts at 2000. The maximum is 10,000. Possible jail time up to six months. A seven day impoundment of vehicle. Immediate seven day driver's license suspension and a possible further two year suspension upon conviction. And of course, your insurance is going to jump 100%. Now, people think, you know, that our roads are not as busy, you know, pre-pandemic. Now, some people out there are just taking liberties on our area roads and highways. Now, a, a, a stunt driving can be defined as ex exceeding the speed limit by more than 50 kilometers an hour, which is 30 miles per hour, at a rate that is marked departure from normal motor vehicle travel. Stunt driving here in Ontario is not a criminal offense. It's an offense against the traffic laws in the province of Ontario. The police can charge a driver for stunt driving under numerous conditions, specifically for driving in excessive 
50 kilometers an hour or 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. Traveling at a rate of speed that is marked departure of the, of the uh, speed limit. Two or more vehicles traveling, traveling at a rate of speed that is marked departure of the speed limit. So we're going to start drag racing here. Out distancing one or more vehicles while traveling at a rate of speed that is marked departure of the speed limit, chasing another vehicle. See, only cop cars can chase other vehicles. Not you, me, anybody else. Also, the stunt driving also covers other events listed in Ontario's regulation of the Highway Traffic Act and is not considered a criminal offense, but drivers can be sent to jail. Now, let's say, you know, now you, you've been charged with stunt driving. So being charged with stunt driving, it's a serious situation. Drivers should consider getting legal legal advice. Well, especially, you know, maybe because not only maybe you just got pulled over for that, maybe you survived the crash, or maybe you maimed or seriously injured another motorist because of your behavior. You're going to need legal advice. Although you may be able to appear in traffic court yourself, if anything goes wrong or you make a mistake, you could lose your license for two years. Well, it doesn't mean just because you get legal advice, the lawyer is going to get you off. You could be sentenced to a period of time in jail, six months. And you could receive a fine up to $10,000 and it starts at $2,000. Some jurisdictions, especially in the Durham region, the courts have sent drivers to jail for high speed stunt driving charges and fines over $5,000 are not uncommon. So don't be doing that in the Durham region ladies and gentlemen, because it sounds like you're just gonna go to jail. The ticket for stunt driving, we're charged with stunt driving, the officer will give the driver three documents, a summons to appear in court, a notice that the driver's license has been suspended for seven days, a notice of the seizure of the vehicle for seven days. So you don't get to go back to your car with the ticket in your hand and then drive away. You're gonna be on your cell phone calling your buddy, somebody to come and pick you up because your car is being hooked up to a tow truck. And the officer is gonna have your license. 
A summons to appear in court is a traffic ticket without a fine that commands the driver or their representative to appear in court before the justice of the peace. Now the driver must appear in person or may have a licensed paralegal appear on their behalf if the driver does not appear on the court date. The justice can issue a bench summons for the arrest of the driver or convict the driver in their absence. See, I'd rather just show up to court and, and just be convicted in, in person. And, you know, instead of having a bench warrant for my arrest or having, you know, being convicted, not showing up. And the bench summons is a court order for the police to arrest the driver to ensure their appearance in court. Once arrested, the police must take them into custody and bring them before a judge forthwith. So if you just happen just to be at home because you didn't feel like going to court, well, the police are going to show up at your door and they're going to take you to court. Now, getting your license back. Huh. Drivers, while awaiting the court date, can apply to have their license reinstated after the seven days have passed. The driver may attend at any Ministry of Transportation office to have their license reinstated and the driver will have to pay $300 to reinstate. That's a reinstatement fee. And the record of the suspension stays on the driver's record for three years. I think it should stay on there longer. I think it should be at least five years. Three years isn't long enough. Now getting your vehicle back because your vehicle's in the compound. After seven days are passed, the driver and or owner of the vehicle can attend at the auto pound to pick up the vehicle. The driver will be responsible to pay the cost of the towing of the vehicle to the pound and a daily fee storage of the vehicle that will cost $700. So $700 a day for seven days. The compound and daily fee storage of the vehicle, the cost is around $700 or more a day. On top of the potential $2,000 minimum fine you're gonna receive, now if it's your second offense, you're probably gonna receive 5,000 or more. It's your third offense, they're just gonna throw the book at you and put you in jail for six months. But $700 a day for seven days, that's $4,900 to get your car out of the impound because you decided that you're gonna go 50 kilometers an hour or 30 miles an hour over the speed limit. Now our city highways, our, our, our highways are 100 kilometers an hour, which is 60 miles an hour. And you're gonna do another 50 
kilometers over that, which is 30 miles an hour. So you're going to do 90 mile an hour. And it's and when you get caught, it's going to be 700 or more for the seven days for your car to be sitting in, in the impound. The vehicle cannot be released before the seven days, except for only two exceptions. The vehicle was stolen. The owner can prove to a justice that the vehicle was taken without their consent. Those are the only two exemptions. Appearing in court for that charge. The stent charges have a first court date commonly called by the court a set date. A set date hearing is a court date for the driver to either plead guilty or not guilty to the charge. If the driver pleads guilty to stunt driving, then the justice gives the driver the penalty set for those convicted for stunt driving. Should the driver plead not guilty or wish to seek legal advice, then the judge will adjourn the case to another court date commonly called to be spoken to date. And on the first court appearance, the prosecutor will usually give the defendant or their representatives the disclosure, which they have to anyways. And the disclosure is a group of documents contained in the officer's notes, the driving record of the defendant and other permanent information regarding the charge. So now how would you feel about that? I mean, you know, you're doing wrong, right? You know, you're speeding, you know, you were racing. And from time and time again, and hey, you know what? It's not just the young drivers. It's the older drivers too. It's not just in the, in between the age of 17 and 25. People in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s are doing this kind of behavior on our roadways. Now, we talk about when being late is about to make you even later. You know, because you know, speeding only slows you down. And what I mean that of that is that when you're looking in your rear view mirror, you see the red lights flashing. So you know you're done. You know, you can give all the excuses you want to the officer. Because when you're doing 30 miles an hour over the speed limit, I mean, what's your hurry? 
you, you don't have sirens or flashing lights on your car. So you're not going to an emergency. You're not an ambulance. You're not a fire truck. Now, the Ontario Provincial Police in Brant, Ontario, on Tuesday, he pulled over a 17-year-old doing 179 kilometers an hour. So we know 160. Add another 30 miles an hour to that is 190. Is 90. Add another 20 to that. He's doing 100 miles an hour. 17 years old doing 100 miles an hour. That's more than enough to land him in the stunt driving territory. And what was his reason? He said he was late. I don't know there's something in the water, something in the air. You know, maybe the kid still drinks Kool-Aid. Maybe there's something in in his Kool-Aid he drank. I don't know. And the the Brant police laid the same charge to three other 17-year-olds in the previous two weeks, including one blasting at 171 kilometers an hour over the speed limit. So he was doing mm, 90 miles an hour, a little more than that, 95. with a car full of his friends. These are 17 year olds. And they got a car full of their friends. I mean, they wouldn't even know what to do if they had a blowout. Blew out the front tire, they, 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 they'd be done. That car would wipe out so fast that it'd make their head spin. with a car full of his friends. I don't know if it's longer days. Is it boredom? He's got nothing better to do all day. And then we don't the pandemic, I mean, the roads aren't that busy. So some people, whether you're 17 or 25 or 30 or 40, you just take liberties out there and you jeopardize other people's safety. My safety, your safety, jeopardizing their own safety. It's like they don't have a care in the world. It's like they got a driver's license and now they can do what they want. When in fact you can't because having a driver's license isn't a right. It's a privilege. 
That's why you go write the test, practice your driving with mom or dad or go to driving school. And then you have to book a road test. You have to pass that road test and then they give your license to you. It's a privilege because they can take it away. They can take that privilege away from you for your behavior, your bad behavior on our roadways. And then last weekend, the Ontario Provincial Police near Quinte West in Eastern Ontario, he pulled a driver going 163 kilometers an hour. So he was doing about 95 miles an hour on the 401 highway. And their excuse, they were late for a birthday party. It would have been really tragic if they had a crash and they definitely would be making that birthday party or any in the future because potentially they'd be deceased. late for a birthday party. Over half of the excuses officers hear from speeding involve being late for something like, oh, I'm late for work. I'm late for a doctor's appointment. I'm late for court. Oh, could you be going to court for the other charge you got for speeding? You're trying to get there before you get caught and you know, that bench warrant might be out for you. So you're racing to get to court. Picking up the kids is another excuse. And now birthday parties. Here's the thing, getting a ticket is a time consuming process and you're going to be later than ever. Losing your car to a stunt charge means you'll be walking. Oh, and one more tip, police respond to citizen complaints just because you don't see a cop doesn't mean someone else doesn't see you there's a phone in every pocket and a dash cam in more and more cars I have my phone with me all the time I'm hands free in my car and I also have a dash cam And lately, 
you know, these are just some of the charges, you know, within the last couple of weeks, but it seems to be that more and more people are getting these charges for stunt driving at all age levels. You know, we just think it's the kids out there horsing assing around, playing around and showing off to their friends. Hey, I got a driver's license. Look how fast I can go. Let's see how fast we can drive to our funeral. Because potentially and 10 times more likely you are going to end up in a serious crash, killing yourself or killing somebody else. Going at a high rate of speed, and especially if you're an inexperienced driver. And those who think they're a good driver, oh, I've been driving for 30 plus years. I'm a good driver. I can put the gas pedal down to the floor. I know exactly what I'm doing. I know what to do if, if something happens in front of me. Going 90 mile an hour, something happens in front of you. For the two seconds it takes you to hit those brakes, you would be involved in that crash up ahead before you got to three seconds. going that fast to be able to maneuver the vehicle isn't going to end well. People doing the same thing on the city streets, never mind the highways. Here in the city that I live, we've had people, you know, doing 50 over in a 50 zone. And these are long stretch of roadways, but they're going that fast sometimes. No one, I wouldn't say no one does, you know, I don't even know what percentage it would be, but there's just people out there that just do not respect the limit. For whatever reasoning they have going on in their head, that somehow these speed limits don't apply to them. That the rules of the road don't apply to them. I don't know if they have that on their I don't know if they have that on their driver's license. You know, maybe you turn their driver's license over and it says the rules of the road do not apply to me. Where do they get that license from? The one, the, the license that 
the rules of the road don't apply to them. I, I you know, I get up at 5.30 in the morning and I head out to work and there's some cars on the roadway and probably I got to drive oh, about 10 minutes to get to the highway. And even at 5.30 in the morning, I get these idiots that have to tailgate me. They have to be driving right up my ass. For what? If you don't like the limit, you don't like the speed limit, then park your car. Take the bus, call a cab, call an Uber, ride your bike. If you don't like the fact that I follow the rules of the road, too bad for you. Getting myself to work safely and to watch out for idiots like that is my priority. The other part of the travel of my way to work is going on the highway. Because I work outside of the city. So it takes me approximately 40 minutes to get to work. Every day commute there and back. 40 minutes, one way. Drive the transport truck around all day long. Then get back to the company, jump on my car. And another 40 minute ride home. And the stuff that I see people doing is just ridiculous. And it's not just the car drivers out there, folks. Some truck drivers, whether they're driving a transport, they're driving a dump truck. Now, just the other day, a dump truck driver didn't realize that he was pushing a car down the roadway. The car was sideways in front of the transport or the dump truck. And he pushed the car down the roadway like that. Now he would feel a nudge if something were taking place and he would feel the resistance. Because it's not like you're pushing the car forward. The car is sideways. Horizontal in front of the truck. You're going to feel resistance. So he's being charged for 
numerous violations. Car driver was okay. Good thing. But, you know, from, from speeding to tailgating to make to making improper left and right hand turns. You make a left hand turn from the left hand lane into the left hand lane, not into the far right lane. You make a right hand turn into the closest lane to you, not over into the left lane. Now, when you have a line of cars and you're waiting for the light, and you've seen this, the car in the intersection making the left-hand turn is supposed to be the only car in the intersection making that waiting to make that left-hand turn. Not the second car pulling right up behind his ass. So the light turns yellow, the car turns, now it's red. And that second car is making that left-hand turn on the red light. And then the third car comes around and behind him. Now we have red light cameras. And one particular one, um, not very far up the road from where I live. And I come down that road because this, you know, it's on my way to my to my house. And I see more people, more drivers blowing that red light. And if they don't drive down there enough and, and not look at the at the road signs, and it says red light camera and they just blow through the light it's a 350 dollars fine and i'd be slowing up for that light and the driver beside me would just gun it because he doesn't want you know it's, it's turned yellow and he's just starts to gun it and he doesn't even get it all the way across and it's red. I've stopped. And it was easy enough for that driver to stop. But hell, who wants to wait two minutes for a light? God, that would just, that would just wreck my day. That would just wreck my day if I had to wait. God forbid you got to wait for a red light. More accidents happen at intersections than anywhere on the roadways because the intersection is one of the most dangerous places on this planet. And you're, and you know, you're a driver and, and you're waiting to make a left-hand turn and you're hoping that the oncoming traffic, when that light turns orange, that, you know, they can stop. Or you're going to wait a few seconds because you know someone may not stop and they just come blowing through that light. 
So you wait. And then you go ahead and make that turn. But I've seen it where people had waited thinking, okay, it just turned orange. The car is going to stop and they turn and someone blows that light. Hey, thank you for joining, joining me. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. So I was just out here talking about um, speeding on our area roads and highways and um, what the penalties are uh, when it comes to excessive speed on our area roads and highways. So just a quick you know, over overdue is that if you're doing 30 miles an hour over the speed limit, so if the speed limit is 60 miles an hour and you're doing 90 miles an hour and you get caught, you get a seven day license suspension, automatic roadside seizure of your car And the car goes into the impound for seven days. You lose your license for seven days. And to get your car out of the impound, it'll run you $700 a day. And it's not like you can go to the next day and get your car. You can only get your car back if, it, if your car was stolen. And it wasn't you who was driving it. Or that you did not give permission to a family member or a friend to drive your car. Because there's only two ways you can get your car out. Other than that, you got to wait the seven days and you pay $700 a day for seven days while that car is sitting in the impound. And then there's court. The minimum fine, if if convicted, is two thousand dollars. Up to ten thousand dollars. Potentially six months in jail. And it's just not you know, the, the younger generation speeding, you know, ages of 17 to the age of 25. It's the people in their thirties, forties, fifties driving erratically, dangerously fast. And it seems to be more prevalent now because the roads really aren't that busy because we've got a pandemic going on. So, you know, I thought I would talk about this tonight because, you know, it almost seems that, you know, every other day or so, I'm reading an article of someone who has stopped for stunt driving. 
And it's not just men, it's women too. All age groups. And some of their excuses is that they're late for work. They are late picking up the kids. They're late for doctor's appointments. And now they're late for birthday parties. This is the excuses that they're giving to the police. Why an excuse? You think, oh, the cop's gonna just, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am, or I'm sorry, sir. You're late for a birthday party. Oh my gosh. Well, you better follow me then. Is that what you're expecting the cop to say? He'll jump in his car, he'll hit his lights and turn his sirens on and you can follow him right to the birthday party. Or maybe to the doctor's appointment. Maybe he'll just get you right to work. Because your dumbass didn't leave early enough. And then you put everybody else's safety in jeopardy, including your own. Because the cop doesn't care if you're late for a birthday party. He doesn't care if you're late for work or a doctor's appointment. He doesn't care if you're late for court. What he cares about is your safety and everybody else's safety on our area roads and highways. That's what the officer cares about. But like I said, there's a price to pay. Now you could pay the ultimate price by killing yourself or somebody else. Because you were late for something. You could be a whole lot later and never ever show up. Or you can just slow down and respect the limit. These, these, these laws that we have here in Ontario are probably the strictest right across Canada. You could lose your license up to two years. Oh, guaranteed. You're not walking out of that court without being fined for something.
just be just because you have a lawyer. I think the lawyer somehow has this magic spell he can put over the judge and oh no, you're free to go. No, you won't be free to go. Not until after you get the minimum fine of $2,000. Up to two year driver's license suspension. Oh, not to mention the 47 and what is it? 700 times seven with seven times seven 49. Oh, not on top of the, not on top of the $4,900 it costs you to get your car out of the impound. And then what the insurance is going to cost you to insure your, your, your vehicle again. You know, just be like, it would be like getting an impaired charge. Your insurance is going to run you probably well over 700 a month. And then what are you going to do? Drive with no insurance? Because if you get caught for that, that's an automatic $5,000 fine. Then you're going to be in a real world of hurt. And then maybe you're driving a while under suspended because you lost your license for speeding. And then you're driving with no insurance because you can't afford it. And like I said earlier, in the Durham region. You know, it's not good. They, you know, they, they, they are putting them in jail for their stupidity on the area roads and highways of speeding. Speed kills, it's a known fact. Because there's no way coming hell high or water that if you're doing 30 miles an hour over the speed limit, if you think for one second that if there's a mishap, a mishap up ahead that you are going to be able to stop that vehicle in time. It's not going to happen. Because by the time, see, you visioned it and then your reaction time on a normal braking application, you think about this for a second. On a normal braking application, you're going to go 1,001, 1,002. You're on the brake. 
you're just starting beginning to go down in speed but you're still doing 25 miles an hour over the speed limit three seconds have gone by you're going to be in that mishap ahead of you the faster you go the longer and the more distance you need to stop so you keep that in mind And like I was talking about too, you know, the other infractions that people do on the area roads on a daily basis, running red lights, making improper turns, making U-turns in the middle of the roadways, U-turns in the middle of the intersections where it's not permitted, tailgating, just stupid stuff, just stupid stuff every single day. So, ladies and gentlemen, it would be in your best interest to slow down. Give yourself plenty of time to get to where you need to be going. You know, especially the winter when it's the winter time. But regardless, give yourself more time to get to where you need to be. Don't waste your time feeling around at home when you're going, oh shoot, I gotta get there. The hurrier you go, the behinder you get. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is with the red lights flashing in your rearview mirror. You're certainly going to be late. But thank you for joining me this Friday evening. The start to the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. So generally I have a show tomorrow morning around 10 a.m. But I have um, some things that I have to do in the morning time. So, um, I am going to come back out, I'm thinking around 8 p.m. Saturday evening. And then, of course, my regular Sunday uh, podcast at um, 10 a.m. on Sundays. And, of course, my Monday morning show, Coffee With You. So, I hope you can join me this weekend. And take care and be safe out there, everybody. And slow down.
This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Have a good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Take care, and thank you.